0: Hello and welcome to the Wrestling Figure News Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Kendall. And this week, our featured guest is Mike Kanick. He's back. Mike Kanick from Major Bendys, Big Rubber Guys, the two lines released by the major wrestling figure podcast and also happy anniversary to them. It is their fifth anniversary. I wouldn't be doing this if they weren't doing that. And there are a lot of other wrestling figure news podcasts out there because of them. So congratulations to them on five years, but stay tuned. We're going to get into series three of Big Rubber Guys, where that line's going and all the details on the Just the way that they are viewing this line and what it can be in the future. So let's get to some news. And that starts with Impact. Earlier this year, they ran pre-orders for four figures. Moose, Eddie Edwards, Jordan Grace and Diana Perazzo. Those were supposed to be released. According to the listing in May, they did not get released. And now Impact is canceling that figure line. Those figures were supposed to be produced by Epic Toys. It was a previous deal made by Chella Toys that carried over. We had only seen drawings of these, what these figures would be. We never saw painted prototypes. They missed the deadlines as far as when these figures were supposed to be released. There was no communication as to when these figures would actually be in our hands. Now, apparently Impact has said that they are gonna find someone else to make their toys. No clue on who that could be at this point, but, I mean, Brian Myers and Matt Cardona are working with Powertown. Could Brian Myers sort of negotiate a a deal with Powertown and be an in-between there? I don't know, that's just speculation, but they're in the hunt for someone else to make these toys. And it's not going to be Epic Toys. And this was a very strange situation because Impact threw Asylum Wrestling Store under the bus on this initially in their statement saying that they were canceling these figures. But Asylum was just the distributor. Epic Toys was the company that's supposed to be making these. That's all out the window at this point. And really, this line was kind of doomed to fail from the start. There, there were no images of painted prototypes. There was little communication. You really had to make a leap of faith that they were going to be good because we had no idea what they were going to actually look like. We'd seen the dynamite kid figure that Cella slash epic toys ended up putting out. I can't even remember when that came out. I think it might've been earlier this year that it finally got in our hands but we're still waiting on that Sabu figure from the uncensored line, the six inch figure. There was a podcast, a three points of articulation podcast recently where the owners of Epic toys said that it's going to be the end of the year when that figure is finally in hand. So that's going to be more than a full calendar year to get Sabu from them, but that's just where they are with that. And they were also asked about Charlie Haas because there was supposed to be a six inch Charlie Haas figure and they kind of scoffed and didn't really answer the question. And I think that sort of speaks volumes of where that figure is. In some good epic toys news, they've opened up pre-orders for demolition and powers of pain. Those are open now demolition and the powers of pain are supposed to ship in late November or early December from epic toys. So like I said, if you're into those and you want those, you can go get them. Also, we should hit on some WWE action figure news and really the main thing right now is that WWE Then Now Forever 4-pack of Stone Cold Steve Austin, Becky Lynch, Hulk Hogan and Rocky Maivia is up for pre-order at Target. So if you missed out on you're going to get the new Then Now Forever packaging, no 60th anniversary logo That's up for $79.99, shipping September 23rd. In other WWE action figure news, and this was really a long shot to be quite honest with you, but Amazon had a listing without a photo, but the listing said Macho Man Randy Savage, and just in the off chance that they'd ship a Macho Man Randy Savage figure, I ordered a couple. Turns out they were Randy Orton figures. I I knew that that was probably gonna be the case, but that's kind of how that shook out. And that's kind of what's going on with AEW and Walmart at the moment, because there are images of Eddie Kingston and Chris Jericho, not their exclusive, but like actual photo images of Kingston and Jericho up on the Walmart site. And we know that those exclusive figures are coming this fall. Well, if you order them, you're going to end up with MJF, Wardlow, or hangman adam page that's kind of what's going on right now with that so a little bit of a false alarm there but those should be coming very soon something else that should be coming very soon from aew and walmart is the supreme edition cm punk figure i know that there's at least one in existence because muscle bro Figs over on Instagram posted an image of the the packaging and very excited for this figure. We knew that it was coming. Jazzwares teased it at San Diego Comic-Con. It's going to be here sooner than later, I would say. There are tags showing up in Walmart stores, so keep your eyes out for that. Something else that's coming very soon from AEW at Ringside Collectibles is Sammy Guevara as TNT champion. Sammy unboxed that on his channel recently. It looks like a very cool figure. It's expected to be here in late September. We've seen folks like Dan Housen unbox their exclusives months in advance of the actual release. So that's probably going to be the case with Sammy as well. So that's coming down the line. Another thing though, that was sort of an Easter egg in Sammy's video was He had recently done a a sales meeting with Jazzwares. He and Brody King, there's a backstage segment where Sammy's talking to Jeremy Padawer and some other folks from Jazzwares and Padawer says that the one miss that they've had so far is not doing Sammy and the golf cart. I believe it's Greg Mitchell from their marketing team says, well, they've costed it out. They're done packaging for that already and they can do pre-orders at pretty much any time. So it sounds like that is still on the table. It's a little bit surprising because it has been so long, but it sounds like that could be an option here in the future. Two more notes before we get to our featured interview. The Legends of Lucha Libre, Thanatico's Wave featuring Ultimo Dragon, Vampiro, Black Taurus, and Eo del Pero Aguayo. Those are shipping from Amazon and Big Bad Toy Store. So if you haven't pre-ordered those and you're interested in those, they're actually hitting now. Hopefully, Boss Fight will be shipping those very soon. The other thing is, and I missed this last week when we did a big retro bit of news because that was pretty much all the news that was out there. Hiromo Takahashi has a retro figure that apparently is made by Epic and is come is coming to Ringside Collectibles. It's an exclusive. He comes with Daryl the Cat. There are two different variants of Daryl the Cat, but that figure is expected in early September. It's got pre-orders up now. That is another thing that's on the way. All right, with that, let's get to our featured interview with Mike Kennick from Major Bendies and Big Rubber Guys. Welcome to the two-timers club, Mike Kanick. Two-timers, thank you. Uh,
1: do I get a coat like in SNL? I'm with the five-timers.
0: We'll, we'll save it for five-timers. Five-timers, uh, uh, yeah. We're not quite the Ribera Steakhouse of <laughs> wrestling figure podcasts quite yet. But once we get there, we'll, we'll get some cool jackets, hopefully. Okay, cool. Yeah, I want to
1: go to Japan and just get a jacket. Do you get a jacket for just... Making action figures of half naked
0: men, or do you have to be a half naked man? I think you got to be a half naked man. Matt and Brian would know a little more uh, about that, but I can lose some clothes. Doesn't Matt have uh, (laughs) multiple Ribera jackets? Yeah, I don't think he's going to get rid of those anytime soon. And if he does, he's going to probably just sell them. Well, we're psyched to have you back. And, you know, the big rubber guys. Very excited about that line. You've got major Thank bendies. You. You've got a lot going on. You're just fresh back from PowerCon. You're going to be mm-hmm. wrapping up this pre-order for, I guess this is wave three of Big Rubber Guys in the next week or so. So yeah. let's rewind a little bit. Demolition was a big pre-order for you yeah. all with the big rubber guys. How did that go? Um Well, let's
1: rewind back. We did Series 1 first of Matt and Brian. Um, We did a limited run on those. And literally, we probably have like 25 left in stock of each. Um, And, I mean, all honestly, we only did 600 of uh, each of Matt and Brian. Um, So that went well, Um, you know. uh, and we knew that Demolition was going to be very popular with people, and we knew that we were going to sell more than 600 uh, units of them, Um, so we decided to do an open pre-order system, a little like Super 7, where the pre-order is the order. If you don't order in the, in the pre-order... Um, sorry, pal. Uh, <laughs> but So it was like a different way of what we would normally do, right? Because we were very anti-pre-orders. We were very, if it's in stock, then we ship it and and we put it for sale type deal. Um, So we did it this way and we definitely sold way more than 600, um, more than double. (laughs) So uh, the numbers are very well with them and um, now we have series three and, you know, Series 3 is Vic Flair, Marty Jannetty, the unreleased Sergeant Slaughter, LJN, um, you know, luckily, Matt is, you know, a, a part owner of uh, Major Bendys and Big Rubber Guys, and he is just one of those wrestling figure historians, and he owns the rare unreleased prototype of... Uh, Sergeant Slaughter, and all we did was just duplicate it. Um, so now something that was only available in one person's collection is available to anyone as long as they pay fifty dollars right now during the pre-order on Major
0: Did you have to take that prototype to your factory or anywhere, or how did you manage, no. you know, replicating that? Um, we didn't feel
1: comfortable sending it to China because now we don't know if they're going to take it apart or, you know, if we even get it back. Um, So what we did was we took a ton of videos, a ton of pictures, and we gave it to our 3D artist, Josh, and um, he was able to duplicate it pretty well from um, the visuals that we provided him. And... I mean, we had the first round prototype in hand, and we were showing it at uh, PowerCon, and everyone just seemed very excited about it. Everyone loved it, and that's something... And that's the first round prototype that, you know, we found internally issues that we're going to fix, and we're getting a second prototype soon. Um, But if everyone's excited about the first round, I think the second round is going to blow people's minds away. Um, It's very exciting stuff. Uh, We've heard from Sergeant Slaughter and um, his uh, manager that, you know, they love it. They, you know, it's cool. We're releasing a part of wrestling history that was lost, and now we're bringing it back. So it's cool that we're able to do this.
0: So on a gauge, what, of where demolition sales fell and what you've done so far with the wave three with flair and Sergeant Slaughter and Marty Jannetty. Do you have a good read of the appetite for these figures yet?
1: Yeah. um, We have a good read and we were already talking about maybe doing the pre orders once in a while and bringing back the in stock option. But with that said, uh, you know, we'll probably end up doing a mixture of stuff. Um, this talks about us doing exclusives at conventions, and, you know, you may see us with a nice booth and, um, you know, Comic Con exclusives and stuff like that. And that, those will be in stock, no pre orders, obviously, for those. Um, but, you know, that's just all really still up in the air of what we're going to do. Um, but I think for the next few waves, it'll still stick to the pre-order system. Um, and it's wild, too, because I don't think I get an email. I get at least five emails a day asking about ordering demolition. And I get it. You didn't understand the, the system because it's new to us. Um, or, or you just discovered the brand, um, which, uh, we feel a lot of people are, you know, there is some overlap between major bendy's fans and big rubber guys, but now big rubber guys is hitting a bigger nostalgia, uh, feeling than, uh, major bendy's. So you may just be discovering us now, um, which we feel is a good portion of our customers. Um, um, So you didn't understand, you know, that the pre-order was the order. And, um, you know, we're fixing that issue as well, uh, coming down the line. And uh, there are going to be retailers carrying demolition that placed uh, big orders. Um, When will they put those up for sale? I don't know. Anyone has. Um, But I, I can probably... Bet they're not putting it at the price that we put it up for. They're probably going to be putting it up much higher, um just because of supply and demand now. um They control the market now.
0: Yeah, it's funny how that flips. People saw that with Power Town, and you know, right. if you missed it, then you know you've got that FOMO. You didn't take the chance on it. You you just have to you know pay the price. Yeah, I mean, we were selling
1: each figure fifty dollars free shipping as we normally do with um, the big rubber guys. And we're going to try to keep it at that price point as much as we can. Um, but, you know, once it goes into another market's hand, we, we really can't control it. Um, and North, we could probably have them sign a contract saying you have to stick to this price and all that stuff. But then to us, it, it feels unfair um, you know, we aren't a coffee company and, you know, Keurig will make you sign a contract saying this is the map pricing you have to sell at, at this price. You can't go lower than this. Um We can kind of control, you know, if they want to go below market, Um, but going higher, that's just unfair, especially to a mom and pop shop or um you know, they're not toys of us, right? At the end of the day, <laughs> you know, right
0: exactly well you know you you've had three pre-orders or three orders on the these figures so far how is your perception of what this line can be changed in that time what what could we change no like uh maybe you had expectations of what this could be when you launched matt and brian's figures and then you did demolition and you saw you know orders more than doubled And now you've got wave three sort of in process now and you're looking forward to Andre and wave four. So, you know, you probably had some thoughts of what the market might be for this, you know, when you first started. But, you know, now you're sitting here with all the sales data and all these orders, you know, under your under your belt now. So, you know, how do you look at what this line can be going into the future? Um
1: it's really endless Um, we're very happy with all the sales that we've been receiving Um, everyone has said nice things about what we've produced very few negative comments and the negative comments is about the price and $50 for an 8 inch figure with resealable packaging with free shipping in the 2023 market if you take the what LJNs were going for in the 80s and do a price adjustment through the inflation, we're cheaper than what that would be. So <laughs> I think we, we're very fair. Um, the, the only few negatives were the prices. And I, I really think we're offering at the cheapest that we can do. Um, but... It's just endless. I, I, there's so many possibilities. Um, we have we normally have to go and hunt down talent, right? Which is, I say hunt down, but it's kind of easy when two partners have been in the industry for almost 20 years um, and have a record of being probably one of the nicest and honest guys um, in the industry. Um, so everyone wa- really wants to work with us. Um, but now it's legends emailing me, like real WWE legends emailing me asking if they can get a big rubber guy. Um, and it's, it's happening. I would say almost every week I get a new email from like a legit wrestler. (laughs) When I say legit, I mean like. I normally get these indie guys emailing me asking for a major bendy, and I look at their profile. They probably have five matches. Um, but these, these are like Hall of Famers contacting me, and it's insane. It's like really, there's so much possibility and so much that we can do in the future. And uh, we're really excited about it. You know we have Ric Flair on contract for several years. Just Ric Flair alone is something incredible, and there's so many looks that we can do with him. Um, so we're excited about that! And you know we first went with the NWA promo pick um, promo video. Um, I mean, I just saw the prototype. Uh I should have it in hand either today or tomorrow actually. It it's insane. Um and I already saw things that I want to change, but even without those changes, it's insane. Um how many Vic Flair figures are there with him in a suit? So you know one? Maybe one one or two, and that's not even NWA. Um so that's insane. You know, we'll probably do one with him in the tights. We'll probably end up... Actually, I'm willing to put money on it. We're going to do one with him in a robe. But, you know, how are we going to do the robe? Is it going to be soft? Goods? Is it going to just be all molded rubber? Uh, you know, it, it, the things that we can do are endless, and we're very excited about it. Um, and, you know, we, we mentioned. I mentioned earlier the retail partners... You know, we, we want to do as much with the retail partners as possible too. We just want to make collecting fun and exciting again and an easy way of doing it too. So it's, you know, you have the accessibility of getting it instead of screaming and fighting with the, the, the Walmart employee that doesn't know shit. Walmart's not going to carry our stuff anytime soon after me saying that.
0: Well, you're you're already getting it too, though, with like the weekly emails for of people saying, "Hey, I didn't realize that the pre-order wasn't the pre-order with demolition." So, you know, you're already getting demand for pa- figures that aren't even in hand yet. Yeah, um, I
1: mean, kind of in hand, but well, your <laughs> hand, not my hand. <laughs> but it's it's cool, um, and it, it's exciting. Um I you know, I went out with a friend um who's in the business. Uh she came to our IPA launch party um here in New Jersey at uh, Bolario Brewery and she didn't understand what I was doing. She thought I was nuts, kind of. Um because I you know, this is now my full-time job. I don't want to find anything else. And she, she keeps on sending me um, applications and stuff for other toy companies and shit. And I go, no, I'm fine. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick this out. I think there's a lot of potential here with uh, major bendies and big rubber guys. And uh, it was her first major pod event, and um, she saw everything going on. And she's like, okay, now I get it. Like, she saw the big rubber guys. She saw everyone's excitement over the big rubber guys. And she's like, you have something here. You just continue doing what you're doing. I'm like, yeah. I've <laughs> only been saying that for three months.
0: You got an endorsement, though. So that's not. I got an endorsement.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's cool. And um, my brother, um, who just recently won Gordon Ramsay's Food Stars, congratulations, Chris. <laughs> Um so yeah, I wanna do a one low blow shot for him. He had to go on a reality TV show for almost three months away from his family so he can um get a leader in the industry to partner up with him. Um I was able to get two leaders in the industry and all I had to do was send a text message. So fuck you, Chris. Uh, <laughs> I am the
0: smarter brother. <laughs> Work smarter, the, not harder. I love that casual like name drop and reference yeah. there. And like The last time you were here, you're promoting his appearances and smart cups. And now, yeah. you know, he's one and you can rub it in too, that it only took you, you know, Literally just span. one text message. Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: But yeah, no, he's a, he's a big LJN collector. He has a complete collection loose and a complete collection mock. And he's starting to get the mock one signed by some of the guys. So I helped him get one from Hulk Hogan and honky tonk man. And, um, uh, Haku. Um, but he held big rubber guys, um, for the first time a few weeks ago, I went uh, over to California to surprise him for his 40th birthday. Um, and he held it and he was like, holy shit, you've cracked the code because you know, how many people have tried to do LJNs again? Um, you have Jax, you have Jazzwares, who owns the actual name LJN. Um, chalk line um i feel like i guess I, wcw original sense yeah san francisco toy maker whatever whatever they made um everyone's been trying to duplicate them and we're the closest thing to the real thing
0: yeah i i would i would i can't wait to get these in hand to Figure it out for myself. So, I mean, I've got all the uh, other versions to my right that are just staring at me. That are, mm-hmm. you know, the San Francisco te- toy makers, the Jacks, the chalk lines, the um yeah. A- AEW Jazzwares ones. But you know, I can't wait to get Demolition in hand and do the comparison. So, you know, the the last time we talked, uh, I believe you told me that you were only going to do two per wave. And yeah, you said that Matt was pushing for three and there's obviously three in wave three. So what happened?
1: Um, It's still going to be two a wave. This was just us testing the waters with three and full disclosure, we had to pay a very hefty royalty fee for Ric Flair. Um, and I'm that's shocked. an advance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I could. there's going to be a whole documentary about the bender that I had to go on after paying McFlair. Um, with Brian, just checking up on me to make sure I'm still alive. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's going to be a, a dark side of the collectibles, uh, <laughs> on vice TV. <laughs> um, um But It was a hefty thing, and I wanted Ric Flair to be um, in the next series, but the next series we already had planned out, and we already had the series after that planned out. Um, And I was like, fuck it, Matt. You get your way. We're going to do three. Because we need to recoup some of that money back. Um, And I don't think we're going to even with after the sales of Ric Flair, I mean maybe I, I ew, ew. Uh, <laughs> we may break even off the first advancement, <laughs> um, off the Ric Flair. But you know what? It's it's all right. It's fun. Once again, this is technically the third Ric Flair figure that I've made in the last two years. Um, Less than two years, uh, so it's all right. Rick Flair is awesome. Um, it's incredible to work with him, and and getting this done. But yeah, it's just it was a money issue, and that's why we did wave, uh, series three with three people. I mean, yeah, series three with three people. Uh, series four will go back to two people, um, and whenever we do a Rick Flair, we'll probably do three.
0: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> because we and, paid a shit ton of money <laughs> and and so this big rubber guys deal with flair is separate from the major bendy's deal
1: no we can do more uh rick flares as major bendy's um that's why we decided to release the the bloody variant uh major bendy um That was something that we had spoke about right after the last match. And it just got held up for months. And the person who told us that he had approval from Rick Flair to get it done didn't have approval. Um, So I think we had announced that we were going to do it in our calendar for 2023 that the major pod produces in the back of the calendar there's a checklist of all the major bendies that we had made at the time and that were upcoming a few upcoming ones and the bloody rick flair was there um because we at the time thought it was going to get made and then I think once the calendar got printed we found out we couldn't make it and then we just x out of it so once we got this deal signed um we decided, all right, let's get this flare that we already have the art for. We have the molds for, we can get this produced in a month and shipped in a month. Uh, so let's get this done. And, um, cause I felt guilty because people were excited about it. Um, cause we teased about it and it just never got made. So that's our, uh, vindication on that. Um, well will we do more major bendies of Ric Flair? Maybe. I don't know. Right now we're just we're not all totally focused on Big Rubber guys, but we see the market heading there more than bendies currently. Um, but major bendies are still our flagship.
0: So with this third wave of pre-orders, you open it up for it's pretty much a two-week pre-order, right? And it expires on August 25th.
1: Yeah, it's 2 weeks. Um we tried the 1 month system and uh it it didn't help us with numbers and it actually hurt us even more because now we're, we're trying to do so much that there's so much overlap that now we end up holding inventory longer than I really want to hold inventory. Um, because we ship everything once everything is in stock. So, you know, I mean, I have people who ordered Series 1 with Series 3. It's like, okay, now I got to hold these Matt and Brian's a little bit longer than I expected, and I kind of need the space for a demolition that's coming in. Um, so two weeks, if you get it, you get it. Uh, if you can't get it at that time, um, hopefully you can pick it up from one of our retail partners
0: yeah well and then there are no chases this time around do you see those no retur- Yeah, you, do you see those returning in the future yes and no um,
1: I like the idea of chases Um, but I know a lot of people don't like the chases so we may do a chase, not a chase, I guess, a more of a variant. And you can buy either or version or you can buy both. Um, so that's something that we're looking into doing. Um, but we may go back to doing chases. It's Right now we're just testing the waters to see what fits with our fan base and the market that we have
0: yeah no, that makes sense and i I think I would like the variant more, but that's just me not wanting to order three in hopes of grabbing the 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 chase as well, you know, so
1: yeah, and you know maybe we'll after the production run, maybe we'll start releasing our numbers and and telling people, hey, this is how many you know variant a and variant B were made and mm-hmm. that you know that could be something that collectors would like um it's totally up in the air um but
0: never say never i guess did you see a dark side of the ring bump for marty yeah there was a bump for marty um we
1: were able to do a, a joint promotion with dark side of the ring where they uh, promoted our figure and we promoted um their show um so we got a, a, a nice bump off that. Um, I wouldn't say Marty's the top selling one in the in the series. <laughs> but um, he's he's doing well. He's he's doing as what I expected.
0: Is it flair or is it Sarge that's that's tops in this wave so far? It is one day it's flair and then one day it's Sarge and then
1: and it's by like a mile and then like all of a sudden it's just boom 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 I, I guess someone like picks it up on a message board or something and then the numbers start flying in and it, it goes the other way other way um so I think today when I checked it was flare but then you know I get all the notifications on my phone every time there's a sale um because I'm a psychopath and I like Uh, I like knowing everything that's going on at all times. Um, It might be the reason why Matt likes me so much. (laughs) uh, I can tell you what's going on at any time. Um, But today I I noticed it was a big jump with uh, Sergeant Slaughter. So maybe a G.I. Joe group picked it up. I
0: don't know. And that was going to be my question. Do you think that you're getting some extra orders from G.I. Joe fans? Absolutely.
1: Um, I don't think enough people I don't think enough of them know about it and I think that is going to be a factor when the pre-orders closes and people start getting these in hands and those guys start seeing it I think there's going to be a big aftermarket for these uh, mainly Sarge um, and I think a lot of them are going to be aftermarket so I don't know how to, I think they can just be asked out and they're going to have to hope that the retail partners price it at a reasonable price.
0: Mm-hmm. That's the
1: best way I could say it.
0: <laughs> well, the Sergeant Slaughter has a removable hat and glasses, right? Yep. And are flares glasses removable? No, everything is molded on Flare. Um,
1: The reason behind that is the removable sunglasses and hat were like the original LJN um, that was never released. Flare, you have to see this thing. It's fucking cool. (laughs) Um, The sunglasses are molded on, but the sunglasses are painted gold. So it has a really cool shine like the sunglasses he wore during the promo. His Rolex is gold. His rings are gold. The suit just looks incredible. The hair, the details on the hair. Um, got that nice fluffy puff that he had at the time. Um, but no, everything's just molded on, but everything is done really well. And um, after the con- correction that I quickly saw in the photos um, that we make, I think it's going to be one of my favorite uh, big rubber guys that we've done so far. Um, so I'm excited. I'm excited. Uh, it's well worth the dark side of collectibles that I'll be taping uh, <laughs> for what happened. <laughs> so Flair
0: almost killed you. Flair almost. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and not, not, well, I mean, there are probably a lot of people who have flair stories but i mean as you know a collector you know getting to spend time with flair had to have been an amazing experience i had
1: stories with flair as just a fan who you know got to meet him at a bar (laughs) actually i was at a bar with Ric flair marty jennetti and i think sergeant slaughter was there too um i don't remember him He might have been there. I definitely was with Marty Jannetty and Ric Flair drinking one night. And as I was walking to the bathroom, I saw Zack Ryder, and I quickly took a selfie with him. (laughs) Talk about figure fate. I mean, fast forward, that was the year that Matt won the IC title.
0: So what year was that? Twenty. 18 maybe what yeah it was the dallas wrestlemania da- dallas so, and, wrestlemania yeah which is the only wrestlemania i've been to so oh really yeah yeah <laughs> um but but i mean it's like you go
1: i'm just a fan at that time hanging out with Vic flair the nasty boys and marty genetti at, at the hotel <laughs> bar drinking and i take a picture of um myself and zach ryder and now I'm making figures of these guys that I was drinking with, with the guy that I took a selfie with. <laughs> so it's insane. And, um, and now I go to WrestleMania's with them. <laughs> yeah. so that,
0: That's awesome. And then uh, we got to talk about wave four, and that's Andre the Giant and somebody yet to be named. But yep. th- the decision on this one was to do Andre straight up. No, no bend in the knees. You know, he's going to tower yeah. over your figures. You know, what are the challenges for you in that decision? The,
1: so we wanted it so that Andre towers over all the other big rubber guys that we have in the collection because Andre was like that in real life. Um, so when you have all the big rubber guys on a shelf, We want it so that you can clearly see Andre is the giant. Um, So that was our reasoning. Now, the problems that we're going to probably be facing, and when I say we, it's mainly me. um, Packaging may differ just for that reason. Um... And, you know, we try to keep it at a $50 price point. We know that people don't like that. Um, but we're going to probably have to charge a little extra on Andre just because of the size. Um, it's going to be heavier. It's a lot more material being used. Um, the packaging is probably going to be slightly bigger. I'm, I'm trying to keep the packaging as the same as possible. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of unique ways of putting it Putting him in um but it, it's you know it's gonna be a bigger figure so we have to charge a little extra you know if you look at super seven you look at one of their figures they charge for what 50 50 or 55 now if you look at like one of their you know let's say the the Zoid, right it was a little bit more than what the green power into cost um, and it's because it's a bigger and heavier figure and the, the packaging is bigger. So it's, it's something that, you know, we're going to have to do. Um, I don't think it's going to be a, a huge amount. I'm thinking maybe an extra five or $10. Um,
0: well, look at the when... Cardona and Myers series two super sevens that, right. you know, are in production. I think they went from what, 50 to 75. Yep. Um sorry. Matt, Matt sorry text me. <laughs> um, I kept on getting
1: tags. Uh, um uh yeah, so it's it's the same. It's just it's just that's how the business works now. And um, you know, we're not a a multi billion dollar industry where a bolt multi, multi-billion dollar company where we can, you know, move numbers around so that we can keep all figures at the same price point. Um, so that's the only issue I see coming. Um, but I think it's going to be worth it. It's, You know, you have some of these retro companies selling $40 um, Hasbro-esque figures, right? Um, plus shipping. So it kind of comes out to $50 already. Mm-hmm. And you're only getting a 4-inch figure. We're offering you an 8-inch figure. And then a nine inch rigger. So I think our price points are reasonable. Um and I think it's worth the value for what you're getting. Um, you know, Demolition's gonna have removable masks. Um Sergeant Slaughter has the removable um, sunglasses and hat. Vic Flair is just fucking cool and, and who does not wanna take their Marty Gennetti big rubber guy to the bar?
0: It's it's a perfect way of putting it. <laughs> so, as far as Andre's partner in in series four, uh, any teases you can give us? No teases. No teases. Wow. No. But it, it will ball. be only one figure in that wave. Or, well, I mean, in addition to him.
1: Yeah, it's just going to be two two figures in the wave. Um, but I think I think everyone's going to really like those
0: two people. Yeah. Nice. And I'm, I'm guessing that it'll be within that sort of le- legend sphere that we've yeah. seen in the past. Yeah.
1: Yeah. We're, we're trying to look. Can we make the Effie? Can we make the Dan and the Banners? Yes. But wouldn't it be cool to just have those legends that everyone loves and aligns perfectly with your existing LJN collection. I think that's a little bit cooler than, you know... Look, Dan Housen, I love. It was his birthday yesterday. I sent I'm a happy birthday message. Fucking great guy. Love him to death. I would rather, you know, do someone that should have had an LJN than over him. Um. And if he hears this, he's probably going to send me a fuck you (laughs) message. (laughs) But, you know, that's just how it is. You know, Um, this is our line and we get to make the rules. And this is what I think we this is. I know what we want as the three of us. And then I think this is what the collectors want, because we are collectors ourselves. And uh, we have a pretty good grasp on the market. Right we know what collectors want cuz we are collectors.
0: Yeah, I feel like that's where the demand is at at this point. And it sounds like you're moving toward more unique poses in the future to sort of get away from sort not a copycat or homage yeah. to LJN whatever it was, but that it sounds like that's the the way you're headed after is after this uh third wave with Slaughter.
1: Yeah, so Um, you know, series one, we did Matt and Brian, just in case, uh, this doesn't work out. At least they have their own figures, right? And they're the, they're the partners in the business, um, technically paying for the fucking figures. So they get to make the rules and, um, they, we decided to like, you know, pay homage to, LJN collection so that people understand that it's an extension to what you had as a child. So we picked uh, Macho Man and um, Paul Ondorf poses for them. Um, And then Demolition was kind of to be like the original as well. Um, And then we did Marty Jannetty which just happened to be a very similar pose to the Demolition, so people thought we were only doing one pose. Um, it's not the case. It's just, it happens to be Marty putting his hand up is just a cliche rocker pose, right? <laughs> um, and it just happened to be what Demolition had as well. Um, but then Sarge is based off the unreleased LJN, and then Ric Flair is a unique pose. Um, wasn't really seen before, and we just based that pose off of his Um, promo from NWA Um, you know this is this is our line and we're going to do it how we see fit Um, you know we might do someone with a classic pose um, and we decide not to and just make our own pose Um, we'll bounce back and forth
0: and I, I know that you know it sounds like there aren't too many hard and fast rules as it goes but is sort of the cutoff line for where you're looking for potential talent within the line, the start of, or the, you know, the end of the LJN era slash start of Hasbro, or would it, you know, sort of extend maybe to the end of that Hasbro era? Um, It's going
1: to be anywhere from the big. Beginning of the LJN, maybe even a little earlier. Like, what if, you know, some of these NWA guys had LJNs, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And we'll go into the Hasbro esque age. um, And there's already been talks with some talents about doing it. But really, Matt has his own rules. And Final might have his own rules. I'm going to say, I'll do anything if it just. Makes sense to me because um, you know I, I you know I, I said we don't want to do the Dan Housens and the Effies um, but we we do and and eventually they will show up in the collection um, but right now our main focus is on the legends and trying to get those guys
0: so one of the things that sort of popped up recently was The Macho Man licensing deal with WWE and the talk around that. And then it sounds like Macho Man's coming to Major Bendy's, right? Yep. And so there are characters who are, you know, legends who have sort of open licensing deals and they work with multiple companies. How would you describe the current licensing environment out there for some of these legendary figures? You know,
1: um, so
0: Monotro Man is an open license. Anyone can
1: technically sign him. Um, It's just, do you have the money to sign him? Um, And most of these indie companies don't. Um, Luckily, you know, I have these two partners who are financially stable. Um, I am not financially stable uh, because I make very poor decisions um hence my hot toy collection um no i'm <laughs> kidding <laughs> i live in a nice house uh, <laughs> um, but um yeah yeah so i you know they are willing to invest a certain amount of money into um projects that i have um or we have uh i should say if it makes financial sense um And Zombie, um, who also has the Macho Man license, um, you know, he's worked very hard in building his brand and, um, and has been doing very well, and he was able to secure the license himself. Um, we had nothing to do with, uh, WWE and Mattel losing the license for Macho Man. Um, it was just, from my understanding, a negotiation issue on their end, um, and, you know, in all honesty, I've been hunting this license down for almost a year. Um, just going back and forth with the agency that represents his estate. And um, I, I think I called and emailed almost every day for a month and a half. Uh, CCing the owner of the company, the, the reps, uh, everyone. And finally, we were able to lock down something. Um, and, you know, it's it's a good thing that they have these open contracts because it allows, you know, them to do business with the WWE pro wrestling teams, um, the zombies of the world, the the major bendies of the world. Um, uh, I think they have a deal with Slim Jim. Um, that's great because it, then provides more money to his widow, right? Um and, and same goes for Andre. It's the same agency. Um you know he could do have his HBO specials. He can um work with Roots clothing and uh once again the zombies, the major bendies. If they choose to I'm not sure what his deal is with the WWE um, that's coming to an end as well. But, you know, if it does, then, you know, it does. But, you know, it, it it's a good thing for the families, and it's a good thing for the fans, because then you get more, right? Yep. You, you're not stuck to just the one Andre from Mattel. Now you get the Andre from Zombie. You get the Andre from um, Big Rubber Guys. Um, you get the the micro ballers, you you get the cool roots clothing. Um, It's cool possibilities.
0: Yeah, I think it it really opens things up. And I, I guess, you know, the obvious question is, if there's a major bendy, does that mean that there's a big rubber guy as well? The potential there?
1: For Macho? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, once again, we have... Everyone that's a Major Bendy contract is also on a Big Rubber guy. It just doesn't make financial sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I can tell you right now, making a Macho Man, Major Bendy, is a shit ton of work and very expensive. His, his stuff is not cheap um, because of all the tempo hits, mm-hmm. um, all the pain application. Everything is just very expensive. Now, I'm seeing this as a bendy. Doing as a big rubber guy is going to be expensive. <laughs> so, uh, will it happen? Maybe I just don't know.
0: Yeah. Well, let's talk for a minute about the the major bendies. And you mentioned that in stock model and the ECW line, and they they've shown up. They're yep. I, I guess the orders are up now. Yep. I, are they shipping now? Yep, I literally took a break from shipping uh,
1: to jump on here. Um, but now you're going <laughs> to yeah, get that... me
0: in trouble. Like people are going to be pissed <laughs> yeah. that.
1: Sorry, I'm a, I'm I'm not almost done, but I have a quota that I do every day um, on what I should pack, um, and I I had a quota for today that I'm almost done with. Um, just so I could actually stop what I'm doing with packing, and jump on to Live 17 stuff, because uh, that's Sunday, and yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So So I gotta get the banner ready, I gotta get the merch ready, I gotta do all this stuff, and and Saturday, I'm losing uh, half my day, because I have to go to uh, an event with a friend. Uh, She has like a movie premiere in Red Bank at Kevin Smith's movie theater, or whatever, so I have to go there. So I'm like, fuck. This is gonna be next week. <laughs> Don't you know what live 17 is? Yeah,
0: no doubt. So ECW line, it's it's shipping, it's available. It's Sandman, Raven, Tommy Drever, Sabu, and there are also bloody variants. Is, yep. is this the path forward, the in-stock method, you know, the sort of surprise and in stock now? Yeah, we, we like that because,
1: and you know, this is something that we, we would like to do with Big Rubber Guys too eventually. Um, it's just, I think our way of doing it is more of that nostalgic feeling from when you're a kid and you're walking down Toys R Us um, aisles and, and you see something on the shelf and you had no idea it was coming out, right? you don't get that feeling anymore because there's so many leaks on the internet. Um, Everyone fucking teases everything. I feel like if there's a wet fart in the action figure community, it has to be promoted 8,000 times. Um, People legit promote the dumbest sketches um, without naming names, but it's like everyone's doing this. And that's cool. You need to do it sometimes for marketing purposes. And, you know, we are victims of it as well. But if we can release something without people knowing about it and get that same level of excitement because it's holy shit, I had no idea this was coming out. And we just recently did it with the Hacksaw Jim Duggan um, exclusive uh, for 4th of July. Let's continue doing that because i think that brings you the excitement and the nostalgia feeling you had when you were a child and really that's all we're selling to you nostalgia
0: i think the last time i had that feeling was seeing the first wave of bca figures from jacks i think i saw brett the hitman heart and gold dust and i was just gobsmacked that they existed yeah i mean
1: I remember seeing um, Bendoms for the first time on shelves, and I had no idea they were coming out. I thought the Diesel Bendom was the Hasbro Bendom, um, Hasbro figure that my brother kept on telling me was coming out. The Diesel Hasbro was like the <laughs> big story in my household. Um, and I, I clearly remember that day, and then I clearly remember uh, getting the BCAs as a child um, and not knowing they were coming out, and they were going to be a thing. Um, but yeah, you know, just duplicating that excitement again as an adult, I mean, that excitement's even harder to get again as an adult, right? So if we can try to duplicate that as much as possible, um, for adult collectors, I think that's a cool thing.
0: Some adult collectors still get that feeling, though, because we've got terrible Walmarts or Targets. So if we see anything on the shelf at all, you know, it's kind of exciting. So but but you know that they're out. Yeah, we're going to we're going to keep them a secret. Right. So, so. you know,
1: we, we have we have a few. Um, uh, Bendis coming out that we're keeping a secret. We have big rubber guys that are keeping a secret, right? No one knows who's in Series 5, and we probably won't mention it until uh, it's ready. And no one knows who's the Mystery Series 4 guy is yet, and we probably won't mention it until it goes up. Um, I think that excitement's a good thing. So is for a uh,
0: 2023 pre-order and then five is that a 2024 one at this point i I
1: have to look at my calendar but yeah i think that's that sounds right
0: yeah but well last question for you i know you've got a lot to do and you've got a lot going on yeah. are you moving to orlando yet i know that there's a lot of push to have you move there and open the major merch store so is this happening or, or are you going to be sticking in the Northeast? Um, there's,
1: you know, I spent almost four days in Ohio with uh, Matt, Mark and Brian, and all they could do was tell me to move to Orlando um, and Captain Shoes as well, um, who maybe I just buy a house with him. Uh, because we we shared a hotel room and apparently I'm the only person who can live with him because I just don't give a fuck about anything. (laughs) Um, um, But yeah, I've been looking into it. Um, I don't think it's going to be something that happens overnight. Um, It may take a few months, so maybe if I do decide to move to Orlando, it will be sometime in 2024. Um I already asked Matt if I can come over for um Sunday brunch and he said no. Um Sunday lunch, he said no to that. He said Sunday dinner, he said no. Um so we're looking at Monday breakfast. Mm.
0: Um <laughs> That's assuming that he's not on Raw by then or, or traveling, so uh yeah, I mean we could always push it to Tuesday lunch um i mean his hat showed up on uh rampage not long ago so it showed up yeah rampage uh
1: i forgot what else it showed up but yeah his hat has seen places it's that that hat drives me insane just reminds me i have to make him more foam
0: fingers (laughs) (laughs) Well, but you've yeah. got a warehouse now in New Jersey, yeah. so you, yeah. you're going to have some space in your home, thankfully.
1: Yeah, hopefully I can have some space. Um, I, I had that built um, even though I knew I was... I'm thinking about moving to Orlando, um, but that Orlando move still won't happen for another six to seven, eight months, I don't know, um, sometime in 2024 um but i need something now because uh demolitions in production um we have sdl is in production we have uh fuck a shit ton of things yeah (laughs) Um, so it's i need space and these big rubber guys take up a lot of space uh i have no idea how i managed to do it with series one um but I, you know, I still have a few boxes left of them. We only have probably like 25, 30 sets left on our website. Um, I just took down the individually ones. Um, if you want them, you have to buy them as a set now because it just helps me move the boxes back. <laughs> 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 to be honest, I'm being a little selfish, but you know, <laughs> buy the pair and get them out. But you know what? Um, that's that's not many left. That's not many left, and you know we. We get orders for them every day, so I don't see them lasting for more than two two more weeks, two or three more weeks at most. Um, so if you haven't done Series 1 yet, I recommend getting it now before um, it's over because we're not doing repaints also. Don't expect another mat. Don't expect another brine. And if there is another mat and brine, it's going to be completely different molds.
0: Well, go to majorpodmerch.com. Go pick them up. You can find the Big Rubber Guys there. You can find Major bendies there. You can get figure protectors and some more merch. Anything else you want to plug before we get out of here? Um,
1: I have my own site called canixmerch.com where I do an exclusive drop of uh, a wrestling clothing line. We just finished up uh, the indie god uh, himself uh, where I did a short and a poster and a t-shirt um, and I have Brian Myers I'm just going through all my friends uh, <laughs> but we're gonna have shorts socks and um, an exclusive autograph trading card um, so it's it's cool things it's unique it's all made to order as well so um, the pre-order is the order and it usually ships within the month after a month of the order. Um, and these shorts, um, they're like chalk line shorts. They're mesh, um, cool designs. I design it based off of uh, the vessels' um, actual gear. Um, so it's a cool thing. Um, but yeah, canicsmitch.com.
0: Yeah, I'm looking at that Deathmatch king and queen Japanese tea that's sold out and. <laughs> that looks awesome. That was uh, like a,
1: a soft style shirt too. That's like homage. So, oh um, man. So it's a nice, breathable and I've, you know, Matt was my first guy to test everything out with. And Brian's going to be my second Guinea pig. Um, but I have big plans for everything. I have spoken to a good amount of my friends. Um, now in the business, um, I'm getting them on board and let me tell you that everyone's just excited about it and the people who've gotten their clothing already have just said such nice things about it um people have said it's their favorite pair of shorts and favorite pair uh t-shirt and then the poster you don't see too many wrestlers
0: with posters anymore no it's just not a thing anymore no <laughs> well Thanks for doing this psyched to have you and hopefully you come back to join the three timers club and we'll get you on the yeah. way to that jacket.
1: Yeah. Thank you. I, I I'm excited for it.
0: And if everybody goes to order these things, they'll, they'll make Canic financially stable again. I
1: have to be financially stable. Cause I have a dog that uh, I have to feed and he eats organic eggs
0: every morning. Go make those orders. <laughs> so, all right. Thanks for doing this, man. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Wrestling Figure News Podcast. Please like, rate, review, and subscribe. A big thank you to Carl Casey at White Bat Audio for the Wrestling Figure News Podcast theme, Hackers. We will be back next week.